the JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks Podcast, episode number Nobody Cares. We discuss the competitive Kira Clicks environment as well as any altered formats that are currently relevant. I'm your host, Jay Solomon, and today I'm joined by my co-host, who one is definitely better at Kira Clicks than me and one who will argue uh, with me. We have you know, normal co-host, Devin. Hello. And we have, uh, once again, finishing up the Rise and Fall set reviews with us, Kari. Actually, not the Rise and Fall, but the Empire. Oh, sorry, we were just talking about Rise and Fall. Yeah, we were so offline. Sure the Empire. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, De- Devin is the one who's better at Heroclix than the other uh, other two of us. I am probably not better than Jay, but I'm pretty good. We, we can't quantify it. So. We cannot. It is pretty hard. I'm down here in Georgia, and y'all are up there in Canada. Canada's not even real. It's North America. Yeah, and we but will be more polite. Yeah, and since uh, we got the last legacy card today, we are going to be finishing up the whole set with uh, we do the chases. So Ooh, legacy cards. Nice. Yeah. Uh, as far as the superheroes go, we start off with Hulkling, who we had already discussed because he was previewed. But, uh, quickly, zero range, cosmic energy, and squirrels team ability, 175 or 60 points. Avengers Cosmic Guardians of the Galaxy Kree, Ruler Scrolls, Warrior, Young Avengers Keywords, he is a captain. Trait, when establishing theme teams, characters on your starting force with the Kree keyword gain the Scrolls keyword, and characters with the Scrolls keyword gain the Kree keyword. Uh, another trait, Leadership Mastermind, when Kalkwing uses Leadership and succeeds, you may instead generate a set, this set, Scroll Spy, or Kree Soul Drunk Click number one. Uh, trait, uh, captain related trait. Free, choose a friendly psychic and choose blades, claws, fangs, or exploit weakness. The chosen psychic can use the chosen standard power this turn. And a special attack power, he has his whole dial, blades, claws, fangs. When Hulkling uses it, after resolution, to may place an adjacent friendly character or a hit opposing character a number of squares away from their current square equal to the D6 result. The dial has uh, some charges and some flurry, the special power, impervious. Vulnerability and then super senses, some shape change, actual weakness, and shape change again. Uh, very, very casual, fun, and definitely good for sealed. Will not argue. I don't think anybody can argue those points. But unfortunately, just a charge dial is a hard sell in the competitive environment. Yes. So. Especially at that top dial price. Yep, and the lower line isn't really. Uh, that efficient for the points either. I nope. much prefer the higher. So. Keyword cheating is nice, at least. Always fun mm-hmm. to have some more of that. Yeah, can't complain about that. Oh, I have to update my keyword cheating. I mean, you can complain about it if you're a Cree purist. <laughs> is that captain trait supposed to be him giving his sword to just some random underling? Uh, I, I think guess. in the story, what, Black Panther asked for the sword, and he's like, okay, have fun. True, but basically, but in this case, he's giving it to a random spy or soldier. I guess, or a random leech. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, I sh- yeah, yep, that's a good point. 
a Nome in this set, I guess. It's a reasonable captain trait, but he's very expensive, so... Very expensive. Work. Too expensive. I mean, they are cheap. I guess, I mean, the main... I mean, it will at least come up for the stuff that he generates, so... Mm-hmm. That's definitely something. But otherwise, yeah, it's a charge dial, very fun, very good and sealed, probably, and, uh, yeah. Kind of sad for those Kree soldiers to, uh, for him not to have a ranged option, really, on his trait, but if they're based, yeah. Works, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We have, it would make uh, sense, but it would be useful. Yeah. <laughs> we have one of the big deal figures in the set, Captain America. He has one trait, Avengers Assemble, Leadership. At the beginning of your game, you replace up to four other friendly standard characters with the same number of standard characters from your sideline on their starting clicks. Uh, all replacement and replaced characters must have the Avengers keyword in different names. The total points of the replaced characters can't exceed the total points of the replaced characters. So he's a swapper for the Avengers keyword. The only difference is that he says other, and uh, so he can't replace himself, and they have to be standard. So... How much? How many non-standard Avengers characters are there? Not that many, but but there are enough because he can't bring in the Wasp. Oh shoot! Or any of the giants? I don't know if there are any giants Avengers out some there. The but Hulk, I mean, some of the yeah, Hulks might be some giant. of the Hulks might be giant. Yep. But the important part. I mean, I think the more relevant part is that he can't replace himself, which I don't mind because I think he's pretty. Reasonable. So the dial is a bunch of charge, running shot, then some sidestep, impervious, energy shield, vulnerability, reflex, then toughness, and mixed empower, enhancement, and close combat expert. So for 100 points, you get 11 clicks. For 75 points, you get 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 8 clicks. Or for 40 points, you get 5 clicks. And I assume that. As far as the 40-point dial goes, which I think is the most likely to be played one, he starts with running shot, enhancement, and energy shield. So, not easy to take down. Yeah, he starts with running shot and enhancement on three <laughs> starting lines, actually, it looks like. Right, because uh, yep. leadership is covered in his traits. So, this is a weird dial, because this is like a ridiculously long dial for a casual game. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's an unfun so thing. <laughs> but, like... 11 clicks for Captain America, my god. It's just wild. Like... Remember the 200-point Batman that was hilariously less good than this in uh, in comparison? So... I do. So... Heck, remember that 100-point Prime Gamora that we reviewed in the last episode? And it's not half as good as this? He it's, makes a good point. Uh, There's not a ton of shenanigans you can do with swapping out Avengers pieces compared to any of the other options, really. What do you mean by shenanigans? Just like, you know, things that you put on your main force just to leave something behind when they leave or something. Uh, uh, I mean, Steve Rogers is the main one. Yeah. You essentially get his trait for free. I mean, he's a reasonable piece... On his own merits, but uh, you get that for free. Uh, or you can yeah. play Morgan Le Fay to do the Latveria combo and not have to commit to her, because she's not really great either. That's true. There's also 
ABPI, a couple of pieces that bring um, objects with them, which for mm. five points instead of 10, which um, is better than the Illuminati version of that that you could theoretically do with Professor X just because there are cheaper ones. Captain <laughs> mm. Marvel and Black Widow. Yeah. Or you could just bring in Trader with Steve Rogers. So. Yeah. That, that might be better. But, but basically, you yeah. Can you, wait, uh, it, so you bring somebody in with Steve Rogers. Can you swap out the person Steve Rogers brought in? Yeah, they'll, uh, they'll have the keyword. Okay. Yeah, that's so. Okay. Yeah, so that's so I guess you can get any yeah, for effectively five yeah. points. So I don't know what you're swapping a forty-five point figure out for specifically. I haven't done the math, but uh, yeah, I don't know either. But, so probably pretty good in sealed, just because he's a dial solid values all around. I mean, he's just pretty good in all environments. So yeah. How does this work with movie set Black Widow? With the like, I don't, must start on a theme team thing. Uh, like, right? I mean, you're that. unlikely to make a non-Avengers theme team with him anyway. But if you did, it just says Black she's on a theme team. Okay, so it would so. be fine. It is unlikely to ever happen, but well, especially because the shifting focus ones. But yeah, so very good in all environments. And I guess. Blade is more useful now. Let's see, That's Blade. Um, he can still, I believe, he can only charge twice still. Or? I think they fixed. I think they ratted him too. So he can charge any number of times. Because uh, I, I know that they changed. The only change I remember is the one to charge itself, so you can make a close action or an attack. So you can definitely do it twice. But he does say this may repeat. On him, so that might override it now. I can't remember. Uh, he may charge as free an addition, or he may use charges free if he continues to hit a character with a monster mystical keyword. He may use charges free an additional time. So yeah. Okay. Um, that's the current wording. Yeah, that's the eradicated wording. Okay. So that applies to doppelganger as well. Uh, I assume so. Oh yeah. That's not actually relevant right now. But. Wow. I don't know if Doppelganger got an actual errata. No, no, he did not. Okay. So he can probably still only go twice for now. Yeah. So they either remember him or <laughs> or clarify Lowest, <laughs> yeah. that he can't. Lowest point Avenger, 20 point Happy Hogan from CAV, I think. That sounds right. And then there's 25 point Daredevil from this set. So you have some amount of filler to be able to swap low point things. I mean, you have a bunch of 25 point options. There's some battleground ones as well. Yeah, I think 20 is the lowest you're going to get. So cool. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, and there's the Mockingbird from uh, Legacy Cards from the set at 20 as well. Oh, I forgot about her. Oh, she's just 20. Okay. So you have some tools to make your math work if it's slightly awkward. <laughs> She's not very good, but, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Well, what can you do? What are you expecting for a swap out piece that's 20 points? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so we have Wolverine, 
with the shield costume. I don't know how long he was in shield, but uh, that's what we have. It's, oh, it's a what if. Okay, yeah. Okay then. Even though he has had the keyword before, but okay. So. Wasn't it also um, House of M? Uh, I never read it, so you're. I think the original. I think he was a, was from House yeah. of M. I'm not 100 sure. Um, he was a member of Shield in House of M, but this what if like way predates all of that. So Makes sense. This was back when he was still, you know, the loner X Men who nobody knew his past. <laughs> so he had made up twelve contradictory pasts. It, yeah, probably, probably, yeah. So he is a character with blades and two targets. Shield team ability, 50 points. He is six clicks, so some charge. Uh, charge, toughness, exploit, goes into flurry, reflexes, and empower, full dial blades. Shield spy X-Men keywords, three traits. Tracking the target at the beginning of the game, choose an opposing character as Wolverine's mark. Whenever that character moves, after resolutions, you may move Wolverine up to two squares. If Wolverine's mark is KO'd, choose an, a different opposing character to be a new mark. They're silently stalking. Wolverine can't be targeted until he has made an attack this game or is adjacent to his mark. And then a third trait, I heal to you. When Wolverine hits after resolutions, he may use regeneration as free. Uh, funnily enough, that means he couldn't uh, target himself with the probability control on the second trait, so... Mm. I don't Unless know how I feel about him. Arm, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know how I feel. Like I feel like he would have been a good ID card for her, but like he's probably uh, for a casual game. I suppose I would probably can't play. be targeted until he's made an attack or is adjacent to his mark is uh, pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's something your opponent completely controls, so it's not reliable in any way, but. If they're some if they're playing like the um, zero movement master mold or something, then uh, he might just not be targetable until he's ready to strike. Yeah, I'm looking I mean, forward to getting this Wolverine, adding him to yeah. my Wolverine yeah. box. Oh, okay. Here's here's what you do: you force your opponent to play Mojo, and then you pick Mojo, and then you sidestep a bunch, and then he free moves, and then you free move your Wolverine across the map. <laughs> <laughs> wow there we go there somebody on one of the rules forums uh pointed out something that probably will need some clarification or errata um i think it's uh i think they're referring to if you know, like if you swap him in to the gang like uh how does that work I can't remember exactly what it was. And Are you talking about what if they swap out the mark and then he doesn't have one? Probably. Something yeah. like that. Weird yeah, like that, that would be. Because it just says KO'd, not disappeared. Not removed from the game or off the map or anything like that. So. Yeah. I guess I mean, right now it would mean be, that he doesn't have one. but He'll still be targetable after he makes an attack, but pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you force your opponent to swap out their figure? <laughs> I mean, you don't, but if you pick one that they would be otherwise, like a cable or whatever. Sure. So. Yeah, I mean, they are kind of forced to. Oh, you play them with you play them on a swap team with the Savage Land Magneto on your main force, and then you take Savage Land Magneto and the character that you picked as his mark off the map. Sure. For three times. That's fair. And then come back but we can ignore that part 
<laughs> I'm totally ignoring it because that's not something I would try to. Nobody would actually do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm... it's actually useful, and it's incredibly unreliable. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm just I'm just groaning because I feel like one of my players will might try it some point now i have to like make a ruling and i'm like i don't want to (laughs) but yeah i mean shield team ability mostly untargetable interesting figure yep again we look forward to it yeah it's pretty good in all environments potentially competitive but i don't know but uh yeah he's definitely a figure uh we have 053 a ultron who has a bunch of stuff. He has a optional trait for five points when Ultron will be KO'd instead replace it with a Ultron Pym on click number four, protected pulse wave, so that's the prime. You have seven range, two targets, the Masters of Evil team ability, 140 points. Does he have a second starting line? Huh, okay. Like 140 points. Uh, another trait, consciousness spores, power, Generate an Ultron drone bystander. If Ultron was damaged since your last turn, generate two instead. If there are no Ultron drone bystanders on the map, this trait is activated as a free instead. What do the Ultron drones look like? They are six range, Master of Evil team ability, seven movement sidestep, ten attack, 17 toughness, and three damage. So that's pretty good. Uh, what else? What else do you do, Ultron? Uh, trait Planet Ultron arrives at the beginning of your turn. Gain one mission point for each friendly character with Ultron in its name in your opponent's starting area. So, kind of expensive to be the mission point, uh, be a mission point engine. So, yeah. Kind of love it for casual. Oh, for sure. Sounds mm-hmm. like a super fun thing to attempt and fail to pull off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, in a game if I... with no time limit. At <laughs> your kitchen table. That could I mean, be a thing. Games with a lot of Ultrons uh, with no time limit can just be kind of crazy. Y'all remember the one from the Age of, Amer- Age of America, Age of Ultron uh, Avengers movie one that could just continually spawn centuries? Yep. We had a local who uh, played him competitively with uh, Iron Monger 2.0, so they would blow up. Mmm. Mmm. I think I like that idea. Yeah. I remember a friend of ours who was playing a competitive event uh, ended up uh, scoring, like, a ridiculous amount of points in uh, in a game before there was a cap on how many points you could score in a game because yeah. of all that nonsense. Uh, and I special defense 2,500 points in a four-round event. Yeah. Uh, Trade. Or special defense power, stop toughness. So dial is some running shots, some mind control, some sidestep, energy explosion, then psychic blast, impervious, invulnerability, toughness, stop click, enhancement, probability control, and outwit. Uh, considering how hard he is, he's reasonably hard to kill for a casual game. He can, yeah. like, body block himself with his own Ultrons, like, just, just free place one in front of him. That's pretty, mm-hmm. that's a thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, free pogs are good. We're a good range and damage support powers. I think this is not the best Ultron ever, but it's a pretty good overall Ultron. What ways do we have to intentionally damage him by one to make two Ultron drones instead? I guess uh, there's Moon Dragon and Silver. 
other than that, I don't know if there's anything. I mean, there's a pr- the Prime Venom, but that's a Prime you want to replace it with a Prime, so... Sure. Uh, can't think of any really off the top of my head. Yeah, there's yeah, not very so. many ways to damage yourself right now. That's a good thing. That yeah, is yeah. definitely a good thing. Um, the best thing about this Ultron is being able to spawn uh, extra Masters of Evil so that you can actually use that team ability. <laughs> yeah, poor Masters it's, of Evil. Uh, it's differently good. You said differently good? Yeah. Sure, yeah. But yeah. it's not good for a shooter. Like Matt, like Ultron here, he's this guy's a shooter, and this team ability does nothing for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a really like swarmy team ability from a team that hasn't historically been swarmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So we have Ultron Pym Prime. He has six range, two targets, cosmic energy, eighty points, flyer. Avengers Robot Ruler Scientist keywords, trait, galactic genocide in the name of the Avengers. When an opposing character that is part of a theme team uses probability control after resolution, steal a character one unavoidable damage. So this is a reference to basically he was like destroying planets and the Avengers would get blamed or something. I can't remember exactly. So uh, another trait. When Ultron Pym starts the game, so this would work even when he's brought in with the other one. The opponent generates three infinity markers in distinct squares in their starting area and three infinity markers into any distinct squares on the map. Each infinity marker must be at least three squares from all others. Power, remove an infinity marker from a square occupied by a friendly character with Ultron in its name and place it on this card. If you did, after resolutions, gain one mission point for each infinity marker on this card. So that would stack. See, we get one, then two, then three, then four, then five, then six. I believe that gets you to 21. I was about to say, I assume that gets you to over 20. Yeah. Uh, And then then he gets drowned with his other trait, Leadership Mastermind. When Ultron Pym uses Leadership and succeeds, in addition to normal effects. So not instead of, in in addition to normal effects, generate an Ultron drone bystander. Which is the same one as uh, same exact stats or whatever as the other one. Uh, dial wise, he has full dial poison, full dial impervious, full dial prob, six clicks, has three clicks of stealth, three clicks of sidestep. So the Ultron brings him in on click number four. So you'll have uh, three clicks and then start with sidestep. So he's very interesting on his own without the mission points. He is cheap enough to potentially be part of a mission point engine if there's somehow a way to build it. But, like, the markers are going to be all the way in your opponent's starting area. So, good luck. I mean, what if you play him with the previous Ultron, like, both of them together? And you're sending those drones into the starting area anyway, getting a mission point and getting mission points for taking their... uh, there are infinity markers. Yeah, they actually do work well together. Ultron the could, that Ultron could rule of... the world or the universe. Ultron. The yeah. problem is, it's a lot of actions. Like in a given turn, you got to give him a power action and give them an action to move into the marker. So, yep. but on okay, his own, I, I mean, should. so you have so eighty points for a flyer with cosmic energy, traded mastermind and leadership. 
10, 12, 18, 4 with Prob. He does a lot of supporty stuff. He's a good. He's just overall pretty good, I think. Uh, that's like, a really good trait. The like and extended it, starting area maps. Is it possible to not be able to place those infinity markers? Like if you put uh, the first one right in the middle, is there a place to put the second one? Uh, I can't I picture it. <laughs> don't know. I presume that would be you have to place it in the next possible legal square. Would that be outside of the starting area, or? I I don't know. It's hard to visualize that. Oh, yeah, so like it's technically possible to place them in an extended starting area, one of the square ones, but you have to place them in like corners. So if you just don't put the first one in a corner, then you can't place the second one or mm. so to put the first one in a corner by the rules. I, I don't know. I think you probably have to put them in the corner because it doesn't give you the choice that you may generate them. It says you generate them and they have to be three squares apart from each other. So that means you yeah. have to put them in the corners. Yeah. So you're not placing them one at a time. You have to you're just placing three and you have to place them three apart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. I like that the trait isn't just for theme props. It's just any use of probability yeah, control. Cool. Like, mm -hmm. And there's a lot of short dial characters, like High Evolutionary goes to uh, click two. And then if he uses the theme prop, he dies because it's unavoidable. Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, like I still... not a... Sorry, go ahead. I, just, I feel like there's not a lot of prime composition in his keywords, so that's at least something. I um, doubt you're winning on mission points competitively with him, which means I'm not sure whether you can play him. Did you mean that you don't know if you could win with mission points, period? Sure. I mean, people have done it, technically. Have right, done on mission points? Box. Yes. I mean... Not with Ultron, obviously. Not in Ultron. Yeah. Not, with, not in Modern, which is kind of my main concern, obviously. Yeah, I I feel like it's theoretically possible, but of course not likely. Yeah. Because you'd have to kind of go all in on it, and you only have 80 more points to play with if you play them both, and you'd have to play them both to to have a to have a chance. Yeah, like if you had if he had running shot, then maybe he'd just be close to good enough anyway. But I'm just I don't think he, yeah. his style does enough. Super fun yeah. casually, though, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, being able to maximize <clears throat> stuff that you generate is always obnoxious, so... For sure. He's, um... I'm upset, though, because uh, up till now, I kind of had a low-key goal of collecting all the Ultrons, and this one pretty much puts the kibosh on that. Between this one and um, an upcoming one in a future set, I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, prepared to. Uh, we have Venom Iceman, six range, two targets, Defenders and X-Men, 65 points. Uh, Champions, Codex, Defenders, Monster, X-Factor, X-Men, Improved Movement Characters. Same symbiotic fusion trait as uh, the other Venoms in the set. Plasticity, Super Senses. If Venom Iceman is within four squares and line of fire of an opposing character, he can be targeted by range attacks. Trait, alien ice wall barrier. Barrier is free, but only degenerate one marker. 
Opposing characters adjacent to one or more of Venom Iceman's barrier markers must, must roll for breakaway if they don't already need to. Special attack power, most of his dial, incapacitate, and knockback. When Venom Iceman destroys a square blocking terrain, after resolution, deal one damage to each opposing character adjacent to that square. So some running shots, some sidestep, special power, poison, vulnerability, toughness, and then some late dial and power. Uh, very good sculpt. Uh, being a venom aside. <laughs> so, I don't know. What do we think? I low-key collect Iceman as well. So, if I pull this, I'll keep it. But I'm not trying to rush out and get this one. Unimpressed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. Perfectly fine, but... Unimpressed. It's medium. I can't get excited for anything with Venom, really, but uh, even if it has X-Men and Defenders, but uh, it's just not that great anyway, so whatever. Are y'all some Venom haters here? Am I detecting some Venom shade? <laughs> I'm not a hater. I just find them a little bit boring. That's interesting. Not a hater. Somebody wrote something on Facebook and that uh, resonated with me. <laughs> Venom is just Spider-Man with rabies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. That's, that's surprisingly accurate and a little rude. <laughs> we have uh, Koi. Uh, zero range, two targets, cosmic energy, 200 or 100 points, cosmic deity, ruler, warrior, uh, a trait... The death, the death Blossom sprouts at the beginning of your turn. Generate a Kotati plant hindering marker within six squares. Then count the number of Kotati plant markers and perform the listed effects. Factor effects. Uh, two or more. Generate a Kotati warrior bystander max four. What do they look like? They are nine sidestep, nine attack, 17 toughness, and one impact. <coughs> uh, four plus until your next turn. Koi and Kotati Warrior bystanders occupying or adjacent to one or more Kotati plant markers, modify attack and defense plus one. Six plus, Koi can use regeneration this turn, but only if he occupies a Kotati plant marker. Eight plus, deal one unavoidable damage to all opposing characters occupying or adjacent to one or more Kotati plant markers. Special speed power charge flurry stealth, so he has some uh, a section of his dial with uh, special power blades impervious and leadership and some charge poison vulnerability exploit then the chart then the special power again and the charge again for 200 points you get 11 clicks or you get 100 points for six clicks uh i mean i'm sure there's somebody that wants to play the one kotati character we got yeah i mean that's the, the big problem is that there's nothing to play him with <laughs> Other than the yeah. bystanders he creates. Yeah. If you're playing a 200-point game and he's your only figure, then I guess he is on a theme team. <laughs> I mean, he has keywords. <laughs> like, you can make a theme team, but nothing yeah. really makes that much sense. Um, which is unfortunate, because he's only really playable like in fun, casual games. So mm. it'd be nice to have something for fun, casual games to actually make an interesting thematic team yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. if only they... If only they just made a Kotati warrior that's not a bystander, but just a regular warrior in the common 
in the commons and you could just collect a bunch of them. And... <sighs> I mean, you can do enough. There are enough like Avengers with some keywords that you can do like from the start of this event when the Avengers were working with him before he revealed that he was trying to kill everybody. Uh, oh, okay. And that's kind of a theme team, I guess. Like you can do ruler or warrior with like Black Panther and stuff, but uh, yeah. other than that, you're you don't really have much to build a theme team yeah. for him with. Too bad yeah. there's no like plant keyword or something. That'd be fun. <laughs> Play him a swamp thing. Exactly. And man thing. I doubt they, exactly. I don't think. And koi thing. That might be one of my. We spend too much time on him already. Uh, infamous <laughs> Iron Man, who is uh, Victor Von Doom, eight range, two targets, minions of Doom and Mystics, 100 points, and a flyer. Armor, Avengers, Fantastic Four, Latveria, Mystical Scientist, improved targeting, hindering in characters, and it's a title character. The KO effect, so what happens when he's KO'd. When Infamous Iron Man is KO'd, opposing characters can use Outwit until the end of your next turn. That's pretty. That's pretty big. Although if you have like all cosmic energy, it won't matter at all. Starts with one plot point and then has plus one. So much potential wasted. Free outwit until your next turn. When he uses it, you may he may instead target any number of characters he has hit this turn and may choose different powers for each. So you either have just use two targets normally or energy explosion. So that's pretty good. The minus one, I will be Iron Man. Free make an attack with four targets. Hit characters are dealt a maximum of one damage. Minus two, I leave you to consider the subtext of our interaction. Free, half speed, phase and teleport as free. After resolutions, infamous Iron Man can use regeneration as free. Then a minus five, a spell cycle to cheat demons and devils. Free, turn infamous Iron Man to click number one. This game, infamous Iron Man has cosmic energy, can't be healed, may activate each of his other plot point abilities once per turn for plus zero plot points. And when infamous Iron Man has KOD, lose the game. Uh, and then the dial is some ring shot, then some sidestep, mixed energy explosion, psychic blast, impervious invulnerability. No damage powers, but you have essentially traded out with if you want it. So, uh, definitely good. Probably good in sealed. Definitely fun and casual. Mm -hmm. Competitively, mm -hmm. I just don't think he does enough. No. And uh, I think. Even if you get to five, which you probably shouldn't be, because I think his other powers are quite good, so you should probably be using them. Um, you really shouldn't activate it. That looks like a... Unless you're already winning by a lot, you lose the game. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of it, but uh, the risk is the risk is actually still just a little too high for the reward. Yeah. There's not much also... reward. Yeah, Unless you really his, need outwit every single turn. Like, I just... His other powers are just, like, not... Like, his defensive powers on dial are just not good enough to guarantee to keep him alive. If they have one outwit, then they can pretty easily kill him. So, I mean, he does get cosmic energy, so I guess that's not true. But one starts with penetrating damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you know, Psychic Blast is so rare nowadays. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe yeah, they should finish so, that next. <laughs> so that looks very situational, and mostly if you're already winning by a lot. Um, but but you know what? The rest of the powers are fun. Yeah. It, you know and what? If I pull this, I will try it. If I pull this, I will definitely try it. 
<laughs> so that's good. <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. Um, I will. Kitty Pride always has Star fun. Lord. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Kitty <laughs> Pride as Star Lord has six range, two targets, Guardians and X Men. Team ability, fifty points. Flyer. Guardians of the Galaxy Pirate X Men improvement with blocking and characters. So not block and destroy, just moves through blocking. Rally five opposing attack rolls. Free remove Kitty Pride's rally die. If you do. This turn, when a friendly character begins a move adjacent to her, they can use improved move blocking for that movement. That's pretty good. Uh, trade our new Star-Lord. Characters that start the game on your force ha- that have Guardians gain X-Men this game. Uh, I was wondering when we get this character because the significant appearance... Team uh, specifically not cute, to be clear. Yeah, sorry. Um, it's a 2015 appearance, so it's kind of weird that it took this long. But the dial is running shot, energy explosion, energy shield, and leadership, then gets into sidestep, psychic blast, defend, and outwit. Last click is 19 defend. So you're definitely going to see that all the time. People hit you right to it on purpose. Yeah, you'll see it yeah. all the time in Bizarro games. <laughs> Remember yeah, those? He good. makes a good point. I have always enjoyed those. So have I. It's, um, uh, it's a reasonable character for. Yeah, I mean the dial isn't incredible, but I enjoy the character, so. Yeah. I'm fine with it anyway. Yeah, it's Kitty of Star Lord. Which wasn't, you know, incredible comics, but it was a lot of fun, so. Right. I was into it. It's not something that I would have wanted to last forever, but it was a fun little interlude for her, I think. Yes. Agreed. Let her clear her head, just sort of have a relationship that didn't have ridiculous amounts of baggage and enjoy <laughs> good yeah uh probably fine for sealed it's just uh i mean just your career probably playing it okay super scroll six range two targets when the hell was the super scroll on the guardians of the galaxy okay then guardians and scrolls team abilities 75 or 50 points. This is a really long die for 75 points. Oh, wait, he's eight clicks because he's a captain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cards of the Galaxy, Ruler, Scrolls, Soldier, Spy, Warrior. Uh, free, trait free. Choose a friendly psychic and a displayed standard attack power that an opposing character adjacent to that psychic can use. The chosen psychic can use that power this turn, so it's similar to the Taskmaster. Special damage power that he starts with leadership shape change. When Super Scroll uses leadership and succeeds, you may instead generate a scroll spy on click number one. The dial starts with running shot, incapacitate, impervious, special power, then charge, poison, defend, and shape change, uh, and a 19 defend at the end. So full dial, both scroll seam ability and shape change. Uh, uh, I mean... There's never going to be a better Super Scroll than the zombie one, so... Correct. This is also worse than the one in the Fantastic Four set. Also correct. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty good for Guardians the points. Of the Galaxy. Or the Guardian's team ability. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. He's a fine little piece, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't you can't really bad. complain that much. Yeah. And, I'll enjoy pulling it if I play it, or I'll, I'll enjoy pulling it. Of course I'll enjoy pulling it. It's super rare, and it's also a super rare I kind of want. So, uh, so yeah, this might be one that I actually hunt down a little bit if I can find them for a good price. Yeah, I mean, there's also a lot of people who just, like, love it when we get 
scrolls of any kind. So I think this will end up being a reasonably popular piece. I'm one of those people, so yeah. Sure. I mean, <laughs> we just didn't for a long time, so. Yes, correct. And now they're everywhere <laughs> because it's a secret invasion <laughs> of the game. <laughs> So, uh, Marvel 059A. Seven range shoot targets, cosmic energy, and shield team abilities, 125 or 75 points. Look at that. He's a captain. So, how many clicks is he, everybody? He's eight clicks. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing that they did that in this set, even with the like higher rarity ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Avengers, cosmic, Kree, negative zone. What a common keyword. Soldier. He's a captain. The Kree Skull War, free. Choose an opposing character within range. The chosen character can't use super senses or shape change when attacked by Marvel and friendly psychics this turn. I mean, so he basically always gets through them, so that's pretty cool. You don't need psychics to make that matter. Uh, Traits, the return of Marvel. The first time Marvel will be KO'd, instead turn with click number eight, then roll a d6 and heal him equal to half the result. If Marvel's on at 25 points, instead heal him half the equal to the results. Printed Paul's Wave. So, Living Legend, except these full points, he gets to come back. Uh, the full number of the, the D6, that's pretty cool. Special damage power that he starts with, Leadership. When Marvel uses it and succeeds, you may instead generate a Kree Soldier on click number one. So, again, eight clicks of Running Shot, Psychic Blast, and Vulnerability, and then the damage power uh, goes into Charge charge Energy Explosion, Super Senses, and Outwit. Um... Definitely a pretty good. The best combo. <laughs> he can charge and double target energy explosion. Good job, Marvel. He's really good. For, I'll play him in casual for sure. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, Fine competitive only place it's possible to see him is on Avenger Swap because if there's somebody with impervious super sensitive shape change, he takes away all their defense powers, but only if he's within range before he can attack. So, you know, not actually necessarily likely to happen that frequently, but uh, we're thinking about it at least. Yeah. Good point. Nice to have it. Yeah, good option. We have... And I guess he generates characters with the shield team ability, so that range might be a little... Mm, That is true. Yeah. We have, uh, surprisingly, Captain... Marvel as a prime again. Uh, six range, three targets, shield team ability, 50 points, flyer, cosmic Kree, scientist, soldier, trait. I can't just watch them die, I must act. When a friendly character within range and line of fire is targeted with an attack, before the attack roll is made, you may place Captain Marvel in a square adjacent to that character, and he becomes the target of that attack instead, even if he would otherwise be an illegal target. Uh, special damage attack barrier has its whole dial. Energy explosion, penetrating psychic blast. When Captain Marvel hits with a range attack, give each a character an action token. Uh, so that that's the full dial. Starts with running shot, invulnerability, and leadership. Ends on stealth, regen, and probability control. Uh, two clicks of four damage at the end. Um, he's pretty efficient, though. I mean, he can penetrating energy explosion incapacitate, essentially. Targets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's only 50 points. He's a pseudo, not like mastermind, but like, you know. I don't know how frequently you use that trait. Uh, I guess I guess it prevents your opponent from attacking with anything that doesn't get through reducers. 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's about the only time that you probably want to use it. Because otherwise he's a really efficient attacker, so I'm not really sure you want him to take the damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. My only complaint is that I don't feel like he's super rare prime worthy as far as the amount of money you're going to have to spend goes. That may be true. But that's kind of subjective, so... Maybe he's that rare, super rare prime that just isn't that expensive because he's not that good. Yeah, it's fair. I, I, I still prefer the last one, uh, Power Creep aside. With his 19 defend, similar unibeam power, and uh, yeah. Definitely a great primary attacker for like great teams of any kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just 50 points. Yeah. I mean, it's possible to make it as an attacker competitively. It's really. Yeah, just good. 50 points. <laughs> like, energy yeah, explosion, I mean... psychic blast, and give each character an action token is extremely powerful. Yeah. Yeah, and just saying that your opponent doesn't get to target who they want to target, like mm-hmm. leadership and shield, leadership and then the shield team ability. He just, he yeah, does I a mean, lot. just using him to protect a uh, retaliator, like mm-hmm. good competitively on like cosmic or something. Just no, you can't kill my dark phoenix; it'll retaliate on you instead. Yeah, scientist, protect my flash. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of potential here. It's definitely not an autoplay by any stretch. Uh, well, I mean, if you pull it sealed, of course you play it. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, there, there's some meta potential here. Just not automatically, hey, build your team around this. I feel yeah. like it's not. We don't. We aren't in a time right now where the prime slot is like so definitive. Like you know, mm-hmm. like Andre Gant is really good on her keywords, but like otherwise, oh, yeah. True. Yeah, but he's like his own specific kind of team. But yeah, like... exactly. Wait, who'd you say, Devin? Batman. <laughs> Obviously. Again, yeah, that is a but, team that yeah. that's one that you build around him. And yeah. and it's not a team that this guy would be on. <laughs> so, Correct. Yeah. And scientist doesn't play any primes right now, so. Hmm. Giganta. Oh yeah, that's true. I would know. So good point. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have a character that we saw previewed already, Mister Fantastic, in an Iron Man suit, which I don't understand how they can stretch. But okay. it was in Empire. Nobody else understood it either. It was a tie-in thing that was there for the visual cool factor and didn't make any sense or matter to the story in any way. Okay, it's nanobots. Nanotechnology. Somebody, that's, somebody plays too much Metal Gear Solid. So, okay, so three rings. I feel fantastic. attacked. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't intentional. I know. Uh, okay. Um, fantastic Four team ability, seventy-five or thirty points. Armor Avengers, Fantastic Four, Illuminati, Kree, Scientist Scrolls. So he goes on all the swap teams besides the Magneto ones. That's pretty cool because he's actually pretty good. Rally four all attack rolls, plasticity, and then free your move, Mr. Fantastic's rally die, and choose an opposing character within range and line of fire. If you did until your next turn, the chosen character gains a mobile. It's only three squares in line of fire, unless it's modified, but uh, but still. And then a special, another trait, sonic frequency emitters. When Mr. Fantastic is given a move action after resolutions, remove all non-debris token trademarks within range. Special attack power that he starts with on both of his starting lines, Quake Giant Reach 3, so you either have a 7-click Wand Dial, 
save some charge, special power, impervious at width, and one click of perplex in the middle, some sidestep toughness, ends on charge energy shield. That can't is that a mistake? Does he not have just a full dial? Which okay. one which click is on perplex which click is actually perplex? It's different on the seventy five and thirty point line here. Oh, yeah, okay. there's something wrong on clicksnexus.com. Let me is look it, on realms and see if they have it on. Kind of makes more sense that it's actually the very last click, but so basically it's probably both. We're talking competitively, the thirty point yeah. line set to a sidestep as well. So he has a decent swing on that trait. Although again, it's three range, but like you still so you sidestep, you move nine, three squares from that, like that's pretty good range on that. Realms um, has I, him with uh without wit on the end of the dial. Oh, uh, okay. On 30 as well, so. Basically, he's a very good utility piece that you don't want on every team, but again, he has every swappable keyword, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah if that's you yourself scary. facing a lot of barrier, then he's actually really Molecule good. man. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, oddly enough, I feel like I'd be more likely to play him on competitive than casual, because why am I playing the three yeah. Richards on a casual team as opposed to, you know, any other one? I'll tell you what casual team I'd play him on. My Council of Reeds team. True. Okay, that's fair. Can always use some variety there. Mm-hmm. And I've been planning a Council of Reeds team ever since they, like, benched the Fantastic Four. So I'm I'm ready to play this huge Council of Reeds team. But now I need to have all the Reeds. And, well, they keep making that hard. Now we're actually getting that uh, Reed Richards Alpha, so that's pretty cool. Right. It's like, I'm going to have, like, another read that it will might be a little difficult to get. Uh, they keep making it hard for me. Yeah, so this piece is... Because, yeah. This piece is almost entirely for swap teams, I think. Um, the thing, like, he has a, a, one other useful keyword, which is scientist, but if you're going to play this guy on scientist, play Molecule Man instead. So... <laughs> oh, play them both. You could. Yeah, it's only 60 points. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out 30 points is actually a lot nowadays when he's competing (laughs) with Flash and uh, High Evolutionary and both Gigantas on that team. Jeez. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good figures at that point level. (laughs) I mean, if you just want to throw on a cheap 30 point at wit on a on a team, that's also a thing. So, yeah, pretty good. And this one's not unique. Sure. I'm True. Like, if you want to remove man. all debris markers multiple times a turn, you can. It's a yeah. Thing. <laughs> He's only got three ranks, so actually, yeah, hmm. that is another issue compared to Molecule Man. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we have a uh, oh, Venom, Venom Rogue. Three range, two targets, Brotherhood means and X-Men team abilities, 75 or... No, just 75 points. It's weird. There's a lot of double starting line characters in this set, so it's weird to not have one. Yeah. Uh, Brotherhood Immunes, Codex, Monster, X-Men, Keyword, Symbiotic Fusion Trait, which we already went over. Trait, I can remember everyone I've ever touched. Oh, goodness. When Venom Rogue hits, <laughs> give a hit character an absorption token. Free, choose a displayed power that an adjacent character or a character with an absorption tr- token can use. Venom Rogue can use that power until you choose again. So, for now, until they eradicate it, because it's obviously insane, she can take special powers. 
Special attack power, alien earthquake, quake, steel energy, but she heals one click for each hit opposing character damage by the attack. When Venom Rogue attacks, she deals penetrating damage. So yes, a character with quake that can steal energy for every character that was hit. Some charge, some sidesteps, um, charge again, special power on every click, but click one. Some producers, exploit, and then otherwise empower. Uh, I feel like she's too expensive for what she does for the for competitive. Depends what power you're copying. I don't know yeah. what's best off the top of my head, but I'm interested to look. I feel like in a lot of cases, I'd probably just rather play two of whatever it is. A lot of the time, for sure. She has 75 points, but uh, still interested to have a look and see if there's anything that's really good to, pa- to copy. Yeah, there's some potential here. She's, again, not anything near an autoplay, but she's definitely the best of the Venom uh, yeah. pieces that we've seen so far. So, Yeah, not the best one in this set, um, but the best <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, emphasis on the on the so far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I don't know whether this is her card or a typo on Clicks Nexus, but her real name is Anna Marie LeBeau, not Anne Marie LeBeau. <laughs> hmm. I guess we'll see. Uh, I couldn't find a picture of the card, so I have no idea whether that's a typo from WizKids or from Clicks Nexus. It's a I good mean, thing that there did also no, uh, did say that uh, X Y three has an adamantium skeleton. So, yeah, um, she's frequently but, drawn as having one. I will tell you, but it's very inconsistent. Like Fair. what X rays or something? No, just like if you, her claws are frequently shown as metal, but technically they're not officially metal. <laughs> they're not. Apparently not. I don't know. They're also frequently drawn as bone. It's very confusing. I've always assumed that they're metal. Yeah, me too. But apparently they're not really supposed to be. They're just, they just usually are. I don't. Uh, Okay. Hmm. It's weird. My head hurts. Yeah, mine too. I'm not used to being blindsided by comics nerd information like this that I didn't know. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) As far as casuals are. No, the claws are officially laced with adamantium. They're just, I guess, so I guess they're sometimes drawn as bone when they shouldn't be. I don't know. Mm. It's inconsistent. I mean, I'm sure that lots of people, I mean, how often people remember that Hawkeye is deaf, right? Like, there's just yeah. certain things that uh, mm-hmm. the MCU did for a while until the show, so, you know. What do you mean until the show? I feel like the show is the first time they actually showed him with his hearing aid on. Oh, wait, that's exactly what I'm saying. They forgot until the show. Oh, until okay, gotcha. So, yeah. Point being, uh, so what do we think of the super rares? There are some interesting ones. I mean, obviously, Captain America is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, Captain Marvel's good. Mister Fantastic's good. I like Venom Rogue in a casual game. Like honestly, I feel like I like her more than most rogues as far as just rogue dials go. Like. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely better than we usually get. Yeah, this is probably this is probably actually the closest we've gotten to with like a modern rogue, where she's not limited to um, you know just the touch, and then it just wears off. She actually can't call up like old powers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the only figure here that I would 
that I like don't care about at all is Venom Ice Man. So I'm pretty happy with the superheroes overall. There's a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, I'll be glad to see any of these in my in my brick. I'm not sure that Kitty needed to be a super rare. Like, I'm happy to have her. I'm yeah. not sure she needed to be a super rare. Would have been a yeah, I take rare, it They already had a Kitty at rare, so. <laughs> I was about to say I'd, I'll be low-key disappointed if Venom Iceman is one of my super rares. But since I collect Iceman, I actually won't be disappointed. I'll just add him to the, to the ice shelf. Yeah, I would, uh, yeah, I'm sure I would play him once when I get him, but yep. otherwise, yeah. So then that's it for the Super Rares, and we'll do the outro. Thanks for listening. I want to thank the co-hosts for today, and I want to thank our patrons who support helps us bring this to you. If you want to become a patron, the site is patreon.com slash We have a patron Discord, early access to episodes. We have giveaways quarterly. Uh, and stuff. If you want to use Podbean services uh, for either hosting or for getting uh, advertising with them, you can either get one month of free hosting or $100 of ad credit with our affiliate links, which are in the description. We have all the usual social media under JSA Clicks, including a Facebook page and group, Twitter and Instagram. And I want to plug our show affiliates who have their own content. Devin Adams is uh, has the Happy Little Hero Clicks YouTube channel and a Patreon. Aries has the Facebook page, uh, and a Patreon under Dishing Up Clicks. Kari has HeroClicks.com, and we've been uh, looking at all these dials under ClicksNexus.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you make sure to have fun the next time we play HeroClicks, whether it's competitive or casual.